Hi, Sean. Hello, how are Welcome you Welcome back. Thank you so much. This is Chats with Colleen. I'm not sure the episode number because I have- Episode four? Episode four. I have ADD. It's hard for me to count. Oh, we love it. How are you doing? Good. good. I'm very good. So today we have our first guest, Aggie Hall. She's the godmother of roofing and the godmother of real estate. So we're so nice. excited to have her join very us. Exciting. She drove a couple hours to get here. So Which is so nice. Oh my gosh. Very nice. Yeah. So, remember how we talked about weeks ago how I wanted to start getting back into yoga? <laughs> I do so, I'm that. a little bit calmer because I did two, like, yoga-style mind-body classes. Yeah. So, last week I did bar, which is like a standing with the bar work, but mm-hmm. it's, like, slower. And then I did synergy yesterday, which is, like, a combination of yoga and Pilates. Oh, nice. So, I'm all stretched out and, well, kind of relaxed. But Do you go on a Pilates machine for that, or is it, like... No. no okay. It's just on the mat. It's on the mat. Nice. So, okay. you're just doing exercise exercises not with the Pilates yeah. reformer. Okay. Yeah. I've never actually done that. I like, I've only ever seen it on like TV. And I heard movies. it's really hard. My mom used to do it and she loved it. So I should try it's it. Not, you should try it. Oh my god. I think it's really hard. Yeah. It looks difficult. It doesn't look like an easy thing, but you're, you're hooked up to an apparatus. You're so tough though. I know you could do I it. I can try it. You I can <laughs> do it. I may need help getting in and out of the machine, but Aww. so this week I have a lot of stuff. We love stuff to talk about, but I did work on my New Year's resolution of being more calm and taking Aww. deep breaths. Eddie kept saying all week, "There's a lot of deep breathing going on over there." I'm like, breathe in, You're like, and breathe, breathe just out. Just breathe in, just breathe in, breathe out. So a couple weeks ago, I had a um, somebody called, and I returned the phone call. It was like Friday. It was probably at five o'clock. I was like, oh, this guy always calls after five on a Friday. Yeah, no problem. Call him back. So I call back. Hi, this is Colleen. Da da da. F you. <laughs> Okay. So I'm like, did I hear that? I know I have a dirty mind. Did I hear that? Hi, this is Colleen. I'm returning your call. Yeah. F you, bitch. Oh my and God. And click. And I was like, oh. And then I turned to Eddie and Norma. I was like, oh my God. They're like, yeah. I was like, did he say that? So then I called back and it was the same guy. And he's like, oh, hi. Who's ready to yeah. proceed? But he was the third time, like, a repeat offender, like I like to call somebody who gets a policy and doesn't pay for it. Yeah. So I said, I can't do it until you're really ready to proceed. But then, so then he actually talked to you. Yeah. Did he think you Same were, like a, like, a spam? I don't know. It's somebody I've talked to, and he's, and he's very nice. So I was like... Did you question him, or were you just like, I didn't question. Then I'm yeah. like, did I call the wrong number? But it appeared to be the right it number. It was the same one. He was just, like, a freak, or was, like, on acid or some drugs maybe yeah he sounds like he's done a little something it's totally wild of course you know we're not naming names but that's wild yeah we're not naming names and then i can't imagine like someone calling me especially someone i know that i've done business with potentially and then you're saying that so i'm like maybe it was somebody else answered his phone yeah or his other personality (laughs) (laughs) it could have been so crazy oh my god people are nuts so that was that. And then I had an incident with another agent who was a little bit rough with me about one of the potential clients and her policy with yeah. her father passing away. We're not going to mention any names, of course, but of as we know, it was a little bit upsetting, but hopefully we're getting that part worked out. Yeah. And then another incident yesterday, I went to lunch with Chris before my home buying Your son, Chris, seminar, my lovely son, Chris, yes. he's yeah. the best. And so when we were walking out for meeting our breakfast, lunch, whatever you want to call it, 
I had looked at my car before and I'm like, it looks like there's a scratch. So I was like buffing out the side of the door. And so I was like, Your oh, maybe. brand new car. Yeah, it's only a couple months old. And I was like, um, maybe it's just like pollen, dust, you know? Yeah. So then when we walk out, Chris, my son, he's like, is somebody hit your car? And I'm like, yeah, I think. And I was like, I think either somebody hit it with a door oh, no. or a shopping cart. And yeah. he's like, that's a shopping cart. So... Like I told my husband, I'm being really good. I'm parking away. I'm driving slow. I'm not parking near people. I'm not hitting curbs. I'm trying to take everything really slow. But he's like, well, sometimes it's not you. It's just other people. Unfortunately, people. And so, like I said, I could be nasty and call my insurance company and put a claim in because that's what a lot of people would do. It's very true. But if we all become a little bit more like nicer to the general public and realize like if you have a shopping cart put in the return that's why they have it because the walk it back all this relates back back. all this relates back to insurance like i always say because the less claims we have the lower the rates are going to go no i'm not going to put a claim in for that i'm going to pick fix it buff it out it's not even that big of a deal the other side of the car the same it looks like somebody scratched it with the key no i'll show you both doors Mm -hmm. you're joking i swear to god and it's not me so it's like two months into it and that's terrible i'm sorry about that that's it's really okay that's a beautiful car that it's like, so nice and i'm like it's like the like nicest mom and like everything i know else. the it's nicest thing like... that i ever like bought for myself oh, <laughs> for no. myself so oh. that's it the people are still walking into the office um that. yeah so i'm like hey how are you it is, it and so we're like, Eddie's like, do you have a new like, business partner, a new owner? <laughs> apparently. You just like whoever's like, hey, on the how's floor. it going? How was yeah. your weekend? I'm like, it was fine. And then oh Bayardo told me, this is really disgusting. Your, your husband. My husband, Bayardo. Yeah. Um, he's a restaurant manager. I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant. However, you should go see him <laughs> if you want to know inquire. So he said yesterday, he didn't tell me this. So he told me this morning, he said they had a gentleman come in, mm-hmm. old man, older man. Yeah. I'm like, how old? He's like 50. I'm like, dude, you're like two years away from that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's not yeah, that yeah. old. So he was probably 60s, 70s. Yeah. But he came into eight, eight, and then he started acting really weird in the chair. And then he got up to refill his drink, and he said he had defecated on himself. And it was like dripping down his pants. Oh and he was like shaking. God. So he asked asked him do you need help do you need a medic yeah. and then he asked him to, to leave and then the girls were freaking out one of them was gagging they had to go outside and throw up he's like you weren't even near it so he had to put his mask on and his gloves and, and then clean up the and seat, clean it right? he yeah. said he's normal about seeing that in the bathroom this is how what i'm talking about being courteous yeah how disgusting people are in the bathroom he said we'll get on the walls and that and on, like they totally they miss it they just don't care no, they're like it's not care. my place but yeah. you know what this, somebody works here and it, someone's going to have to clean <laughs> it up. And someone's going to have to clean yeah. it up. And so it's disgusting. I was like, oh my God. Every like action. But he's like, I felt like he, he said, I felt like he needed to be in like a nursing home. Like there was something not right. That's yeah. why he asked if he needed help. That was it, sweet of your husband. It, yeah. And it didn't know. bother him. Cause you know, when you have kids, you work in a restaurant, you have animals, you're kind of used to all that crap, yeah. but it's still gross. I think it, it's a little different when it comes from another human though. I do think. Yeah. yeah. And so the girl, so then I was like, oh, this girl's gagging. I'm like, is she ever going to be able to have like a baby? Because when I <laughs> see those videos and I hear people doing that, I'm like, oh my, but not everybody has the stomach. That's very true. That's very true. Oh, oh my God. That sounds like you haven't had a really wild week. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this was interesting. Yeah. No, you know, it's, you're keeping it fresh. You're keeping it fun. You're doing it. You know, I don't know. I, that's life. I, that's unfortunate about that guy just screaming at you. Just calling him. You were calling him back, right? The yeah, FU guy. yeah, the FU. So then I was like, maybe I did dial the wrong number, but it looked like the same number. But, you know, it was hard to determine. Yeah. 
you know. I mean, it's only 10 digits. I feel like if you thought it was, if it's like the If right I looked number, at it and right I'm like, number. I looked yeah. at it, did I hit the wrong thing? I think you're just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I'm just trying which, to be nice. you're such a good person. Mm. But unfortunately, I don't think he is. <laughs> it was a little bit much. It was a little bit r- shook up my little world. Mm-hmm. But luckily, it was at the end of the day. Yeah. Well, that makes it good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to have Aggie here so we can yes. talk to her Our, and the, learn about. The very first guest. Very first guest. So I am I have another guest coming up in a couple weeks, and yeah. I'm already putting out ads and um, to do March and April. Yeah. So we can get, so it needs four people. So yes. So we need four spots. We need four spots. Mm-hmm. So whoever is available, we'd love to have you on. We'd love to chat with you. Colleen would love to chat with you. I we'd would. Really um, just create a really fun dialogue, which I, I think um, on today's episode, people will get to see that, which is really exciting. And with Aggie, oh my God, she's, you know, her knowledge of roofing and real estate is it's pretty incredible. It is. It's pretty obscene. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty well versed in it and very knowledgeable <laughs> and willing to help and wants to educate. Yeah. Which are, we love all those yeah. things. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Welcome. This is Colleen with Chats with Colleen, and I have a special guest today, Aggie Hall. Hello. I'm going to read her great intro. So Aggie is Agency Relationship Manager for Janney Roofing. She's also a licensed realtor with Bridgepoint and a real estate advisor. She is a remodeling specialist and influencer for homeowners related to roofing. And her, she's going to provide us some valuable tips in the roofing industry and to educate homeowners about roofing and maintenance of their roofs. Yes. And why it's so important for home buyers to plan to replace their roof, amongst other things. Indeed. So I'm so appreciative for you taking the drive out here to join us. So thank, thank you. you. I've been looking to speak with Colleen for like years now, and I was just looking for a cup of coffee, and she asked me to be on her podcast, and I almost fell out of my chair. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm, I'm so flattered. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so that's so great. So I'm glad you got to be my first live guest in person. Hey. So that's amazing. So you have two awesome titles, which <laughs> I think are great. Thank you. So you are known as the godmother of roofing and also the godmother of real estate. So who started those and where did they come from? You know, I got into the roofing industry by accident and to uh, um, get you the cliff notes to the, uh, both names, um, I wanted to brand myself in the roofing industry and I've always been like a mama hen and I've always been someone that um, also from Boston from uh, the notorious mafia Godfather was my favorite movie and I just kind of took a spin on it so I also love cigars so I created the godmother of roofing from being at the 10x growth conference because they encouraged to you know um, brand yourself and it just came about it just kind of stuck and I don't go around saying I'm the godmother of roofing It's behind the scenes, kind of like the Godfather, like, you know, who's always, you know, behind the scenes, uh, very quiet and taking care of things. And that's just how I've been for the last seven years. Um, And then I actually got the Godmother of Real Estate because I created it. Um, I got almost left roofing, got into real estate, and then I synergized the two because there's a lot of synergy between roofing and real estate, even when I started in roofing and then moving forward, which I will explain a little bit later. That's awesome. And Thank I love you. the fact that you're a woman in roofing. <laughs> Thank you. Because I've, I mean, I think I've known two. 
you know, I'm sure there's other construction there are, yep. that, but there's more than that. But I feel like it's in, it's odd. And so I think it's amazing because a lot of people are probably like, oh, wow. But it's really interesting. Well, you know, a roofing is primarily male because um, for a female, you know, we're brought up to, you know, be in skirts and be pretty. And then boys are hardcore and, you know, construction stuff. So um, how I, um, you know, look at it is it's, um, I've always been a tomboy, girly girl. And the roofing kind of um, was a great uh, synergy for me because I got to have bring my tomboy self. Um, and I, when I got on my first roof, I almost didn't because I was so afraid. But my friend at the time told me to get up because I was broke and I needed a job. So it just worked out that way. But uh, roofing is very fun. It's uh, almost like, you know, you're building, you're, um, you're almost like a Nancy Drew and you get to see the roof and give them homeowner options and almost like uh, construct it. Like you can, you know, help uh, rebuild their home. You can actually make it more uh, aesthetically beautiful and protected. So it's a, you know, a lot of great it's, I think roofing is sexy. So I've made a sexy. It is. <laughs> and then, yeah, if I was doing that, I mean, I'm afraid of heights. Are you? I was, but I snapped out of it. You I snapped no out choice, of it. But not you have no heights. choice. I'd be like, oh my yeah, god, I'm not going up there. But you, you can be, you can be OSHA <laughs> compliant. You know, with uh, um, with uh, uh, the uh, tools and uh, you know harnesses and shoes. So it's very important, and I uh, constantly, um, you know, I'm mindful of that. So. I know. And oh, I make sure friend. when I tell my clients, like, if you're going to check your roof to take pictures, do not get up on do the not, roof. No, because I've seen actually homeowners fall off the roof. It's yeah, I have too. And same. it's like, I watched my dad climb yeah. up on a ladder to do something yesterday, change a light bulb. And I was yeah. like, please, because yeah. his leg's about to give out. We get actually, off the ladder. My former employer, we had to shut down a production because the homeowner was adamant about um, being on the roof, watching the roof happen. And we were like, hey, you know, if you want, oh uh, this never came up in conversation. And if you're going to be up on this roof, we're going to shut down production and we're going to end up not doing this roof. That's another story. But um, homeowners definitely need to be wow. very mindful of, you know, um, their safety. Their safety. And also, if they do plan on being the roof um, with a production, have that conversation ahead of time because you actually will vet uh, the contractor where a legit company will not will be working with you on the roof. I am. Uh, the unless queen. you're, you know, the GC or, you know, a, a licensed contractor yourself, that's different. But, um, yeah, a lot of homeowners are unaware of that. They have so many stories. Wow. We need to do that. <laughs> so you kind of covered the next question, but what put you into roofing and real estate? So we know why you got into yeah. real estate, but why did you get into roofing? I was a homeowner, and I got into roofing um, with all my horrible experiences. I wish I had known this information on my first uh, hurricane uh, disaster. It would have avoided the second one. And it was just a domino effect of horror. And, you know, it also started with the real estate transaction where the inspector at the time um, said uh, it passed inspection. Uh, a month later, I had horrible leaks happen because at the time the roof was in good shape, but it was coded to look good. So the inspector wasn't uh, educated enough to fi figure that out. And then um, when the hurricane happened uh, and it, uh, I ended up filing a claim because my insurance advisor said not to, um, but at the time I just didn't know what to do and I just did. But um, when they came out, instead of just saying, hey, you have the option to either repair it or replace it because here's this, the options for you, it was just immediate repair and I repaired it. But when I found out how much the repair was, I had said, wow, that's silly. I, I shouldn't have filed a claim because it, you know, I, if I had known ahead of time, get an inspection, and then the next year, the repair got pulled off by Hurricane, um, uh, it was um, the, the one in 2018, um, Hurricane. Um, oh, um, Hurricane um, Irma. Irma. Yeah, Irma. And that's where it, um, I ended up, you know, replacing the roof. It was just uh, all this unnecessary things that I 
So after I got into roofing, because I had to switch jobs, my employer at the time was going to jail. Um, that's a fun story. And then um, I needed a job. So my best friend brought me into the roofing industry um, at my first employer. And here I am seven years later. But now along the way, I just picked up all this it's knowledge. Learning. And I'm just trying to share, you know, help make homeowners make better decisions, which synergizes with real estate. If I can help homeowners with that, that knowledge, it just helps them make more educated decisions. Yes, education is key to help yeah. people become successful in anything, especially homeownerships. So your presence on social media, you cover both roofing uh -huh. and real estate. Um, what do you think has helped people most learn from you or what could they learn most from? I think um, it, it depends on someone's goals. If they're looking to, you know, buy, sell, or maybe just actually stay in their home for forever. Um, there are certain things that you can actually do now that really are so inexpensive that can prolong your, your home. It even just starts to um, like with a deep clean, you know, deep cleaning your home and finding out what's unnecessary to have. Um, and also, you know, just uh, simple things like uh, your windows and uh, caulking your windows and also, you know, your roof. After a couple of years, you can have a nice soft wash. If that algae comes off, it actually prolongs the shingle, the um, granule life. Mm -hmm. And uh, just, you know, all these little tips I've, you know, come across that, you know, I, if I, if someone asks me, I just kind of give them a few things just to cliff notes it for, because I could go ham on them, but I rather just ask them what their goals are. And uh, so for me, I try to make the content fun, creative, and uh, at least something that can uh, um, spawn interest, you know, so that's why I brought the remodel um, specialist into the real estate category, because now there are a lot of people are looking to sell, but they're, they, uh, the market wasn't what it was during COVID. Mm -hmm. So I, I get it. So um, if I can help them with some tips of remodeling, uh, like maybe even, you know, updating their uh, their internal home, uh, maybe even doing the roof, uh, I have sources that can help them. Uh, if they don't have the money, um, we can actually, um, the company can get paid at, um, at through escrow at closing so there's there's different ways of helping them or they just you know sell as is but even if they do sell as is you can still make it presentable to get the most value for it you know and I, i've noticed over the years um i hate to say not all realtors are created equal so i've um we've had a conversation that, you know um, but i think now um even the real estate industry is going through a, a rehaul and they're do have to do a little bit more work than what they've in the past. But I think that now it requires them or should require them to educate themselves more on basics. So I want to give them basics on roofing. Uh, I'm going to partner with plumbing and, and AC so we can give them more about that. If you are more knowledgeable about real estate to help your buyer or seller, it really does help them. It will make them come back to work with you again and referrals. And it's building trust. So that's what I trust, say. Yeah. You don't have to use me today. You may not buy a policy in sure. my business insurance, but I don't I don't care. Yeah. I want to help you. I want you to learn. So then later on, you'll come back and ask me a question and maybe I'll be able to help you, you know, with your insurance needs later. That's right. And that's referrals build business. So that's what I'm trying to find people to collaborate with. I'm <laughs> Who glad are, we're collaborating. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned soft washing. I have a question. Yeah. Um, how often should somebody do that on their roof? So soft wash is a very sensitive topic. You know, as somebody could get a uh, soft wash and have somebody pressure wash it, and I will, um, I, I will get um, heartburn. So soft wash should be done by a professional uh, that is licensed, and it's a literally a, um, they pour the, the the wash over the roof and it drains down, and what that does is it kills the algae. So technically, a soft wash should last five years or more, okay. but as time goes on and depending on where you are in the world, um, or in Florida, 
Um, there's certain uh, trees that will cause um, algae growth, but now the shingles are getting better. So if you do have a newer roof, there are uh, there's zinc and there's copper and that things that can help um, kill algae Keep growth it from yeah. growing. Okay. So and also um, HOAs, um, some of them are more mindful to uh, maintenance. Some of them are not. When I went to sell my mother's townhouse, it looked awful. I mean, the I had like a streaking on it. The HOA I had one of the um, uh, um, maintenance guys come out. It still looked awful. I brought it one of my guys and they soft washed it and it just looked amazing. So um, just even that aesthetic look could even change the whole outcome of, of your real estate. And um, the HOA just didn't care about having that company come in that um, he ended up getting business from just being there. You know, so the other um, owners uh, paid, wanted, for it. paid for it. The HOA was probably just yeah. going by the cheapest. And it's also very minimal. It's not like putting a new roof on. But uh, I always say when you buy uh, roofing nowadays, it's almost like um, buying a, a, pretty much like buying a car. But at the same time, it's your goals. So there are a lot of homeowners that are transient. They just maybe two Keep years selling. and they, um, they, they flip out. So I get not buying the best quality. But you're uh, a homeowner in there for a long time. You're kind of stuck with that roof. So I'd bet your contractor before anything. Bet that and make sure you're in the materials too. And warranty. Yes. Make sure you call the that warranty. manufacturer. Make sure you're uh, signed up with them. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think I need to do that. Yeah. So what would be your advice for, um, for a first-time home buyer, especially in this market with the interest rates being higher and the prices of the home being slightly higher too? I would definitely first start with that credit and also make sure that credit is on point. Um, if your credit is not there, your rates could be significantly um, altered. Um, but as that time goes, I would start at least two years in advance. So that credit bu uh, building and then researching, you know, um, researching not just the prices of the home, but also a factor like your utility, Your if you're going to have an HOA, um, where it's going, how much insurance is going to be. So unfortunately, it's not the realtor's job to give you all this information. Uh, we have to be uh, mindful of steering and things like that because we are, um, we, we can't tell people, you know, what they, they shouldn't or shouldn't buy. Um, so with that being said, if they just, you know, maybe um, even ask for the people who live in certain areas, you know, how is it living there? You're pretty much stuck with the home, even if it is for a short term. So the more you educate yourself, how much will a roof cost? How much will AC cost? And you are prepared for that. And I am, I just got into real estate uh, maybe about a, a year or so ago. Um, but you know, this, the, the whole rate thing right now, it's, um, it, when I got in, it would said, uh, marry the house, date the uh, interest rate. I think yes. it's horrible advice because <laughs> we have no idea if that rates, I mean, they started to go down, but mm -hmm. if you think about it, like, you know, you have to factor emergencies, you know, if you are pretty much almost where you are maxed out at that mortgage payment, what happens if you, you know, have a medical emergency or your, your roof does go, um, and you can't qualify for insurance to pay for it, you know, so all these things, you know, are, are happening and you really have to, you know, work on that uh, little um, side savings. You know, it's just, I, I just think um, more people should be buying based on their means instead of maybe um, going with the Joneses. And of I think course. as time goes on, people are, are doing that. And that's good, you know, and uh, real estate comes in all shapes and sizes. It's great. You can start with um, regular brick and mortar or townhouse or uh, condo or now, you know, uh, manufactured home or, I mean, it's... There's it, all it, types. All types. And I've seen people now who, um, after a couple of years of being in their house, how they really can't afford it because they bought these, you know, yeah. upwards half a million dollar and up houses 
the taxes were re- taxes. taxes were reevaluated insurance. and insurance has doubled or tripled, tripled and yeah. they're really tight and yeah. I'm like well you bought the million dollar home buddy I yeah. didn't so and, and it's, I get it. What yeah. did you think? Yeah, and I mean, I mean, even like when planning when uh, with re- roofing, it, it's I'll tell you, roofing is going to be the most expensive item you're going to replace. I hate to say it, um, and when you are a first time roof shopper, it's shocking. Uh, it's shocking. It's almost as much as a car, as what people have told me. But with that, that goes yeah. back to again preparing yourself. So maybe if you bought a home, a past inspection is fine. Be mindful of how big that roof is because you're ba- you're buying roofing based on these squares, how big it is, mm-hmm. and also um, job difficulty. You know, we don't know if there's chimney or skylights or uh, there's gutters to be detached, re- reset. Um, and, and all of it takes time, and takes then time. more time, and the more they have to do, the more it costs. Correct. So, and then if the wood's rotted underneath, they it, have to replace that. We like to do inspections, and I can't tell you, um, having that uh, attic inspection has saved a lot of people uh, thousands of dollars because when I go up and I see uh, piping right by the decking of uh, the AC or the plumbing, and I'll let them know I'm not going to be doing that roof until that gets moved. Because if we go to nail the decking, yeah, I could it, bur- basically pipe, uh, burst the pipe. And it's happened. And I've yeah. seen clients have water Awful. coming in while their roof is being done because that's happened. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to go out there and tell them. I yeah. mean, we'll put the claim in for you, but most likely they're out there redoing your roof right now. Yeah. They hit a pipe they because a pipe. your PEX plumbing is in the ceiling or whatever. Yeah. And it's something that's done uh, to not to code by accident, or maybe on purpose but again you know it's a, a quick inspection can help avoid that i mean i can go on with many tips but that's why you want to sure. into my social media to get them in a little hey, there you go a little cliff notes special cliff notes and <laughs> helpful tips for home buyers um as an experienced real estate agent what advice would you give to new real estate agents who are just getting their feet wet in the real estate world and or even new roofers who are doing sales as new salesmen in the roofing industry for both um a real estate or roofing or any other industry, uh, uh, finding your niche is important, but um, at least learning all the basics to find that niche. Because when you start in real estate, you really just, you know, should be starting as an expert, you know, commercial real estate uh, mogul. You got to you know, earn your yeah. uh, way through that, um, especially um, uh, being with a great team. So, you know, when I went with Bridgepoint Business and Real Estate Advisors, I have a team of professionals. You know, like the broker is uh, multi-licensed with so many credentials, and then he has his um, uh, his CPA, then he has his uh, um, uh, trusted advisors, and we have uh, insurance advisors, we have uh, adjusters, we have also, you know, an inspector, and we have um, just a whole plethora of people that are on the team. So being with any company, even roofing too, Make sure the roofing company is experienced. They are have been in the business for a while, um, at least a few years to understand how it works because it helps you become a better uh, salesperson and just getting that access. And if you don't have access from um, either the employer, uh, I suggest investing in yourself, getting yourself uh, credentialed and, and learning as much as you can about that niche that you want to be in. Yeah, because a mentor is what everybody mentor. needs when yeah. they're new. You need somebody to mentor you, help you, teach you, and then and then you can't be afraid to ask questions too. Don't be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid because you're not going to look stupid. People are like, it's a dumb question. And that's no question that's dumb. And you know what? If you don't have the answer to the question, you tell them, I I'm going to find out for you. I'm going to find out. I say that every day. I have to find out for you. I don't know. I got a whole team of people <laughs> to help you. <laughs> or I know somebody for that. You yeah, know, it's yeah. about having people, like you said, referrals. I referrals. want somebody that I can say, yeah. oh, you know what? I don't do that, but I know somebody that can help you. Right. Here's her number and her name. Yeah. Call her up. So. Great advice. Yeah. 
you have been present and open on social media. What would you tell somebody who might be unsure about moving to those platforms to promote their business or themselves? You know, that's a great question. A lot of people, when they go on social media, everyone has their own style. I, I used to be offended of how some men and women uh, perceive themselves, but you know what? It's none of my business. So I suggest if you're going to go on social media, even if you don't want to go on there for the business, promote the business, you know, promote uh, yourself in the community, keep your private life private. Um, everyone, um, that I know of, you know, knows that I'm roofing or real estate. I've had people ask me, all you post is roofing and real estate. But they'll know nothing about me privately. You won't, because I keep it private. You keep you it know? private. You know, I so had somebody tell me that too. He's like, "Well, I know you don't have much fun," and I'm like, "Why?" I have a lot of fun because <laughs> I'm just, always. I'm like, okay, because I'm always posting work and you know related yeah. pictures. I'm like, well, no. yeah, you I'm don't not, know what I do. I have I'm a lot, lot of fun. fun. <laughs> I have so, so much fun. I I need more sleep. <laughs> I know there's sleep is something that we need more we of. Need more, but yeah. There's not, there's just not enough time because we're yeah, out here promoting yeah. your roofing business. And but, you know, just like something like, you know, I, I have a such a history shirt. in roofing, um, but, you know, all the employers that I've had in the past, they had such great presence and me coming on board helped synergize and make us both bigger. So I, um, e each one that I evolved into, you know, even now with Jenny, they were already a big conglomerate, but now I, you know, I'm bringing myself. So we're, you know, getting bigger together. So we're, we have all this synergy to make and, um, you know, a difference to the community and, you know, there's, we, um, might not be everyone's contractor not everyone will be our customer, but for those that we, uh, do business with, we, we, we want to help out and, and, you know, help in the community. So, you know, I, I even tell anyone, you know, especially uh, being present, just get involved in your community. You know, it's very important to and uh, educating and, and yeah. prior, to prior to this discussion now we were talking about educating people yeah. about maintaining their houses and about um I don't want to say insurance fraud but it's yeah. educating them about the ugly side of insurance and roofing how they combine together yeah in a nutshell there are a lot of homeowners who are uneducated and they'll um very kindly just ask and I can advise them mm -hmm. uh with the meaning um, if they're asking about if things can be covered or not covered with insurance, I will let them know I can provide a report and photos. If, um, if they feel that they want to, you know, go with the insurance route, there's a certain percentage that has to be, uh, qualified. Um, I cannot, uh, file a claim for them, but, uh, um, a lot of people, you know, uh, now when they have this information and they get from your side and also that they understand how it, um, it works, then they can make an educated decision whether they want to or not. But most homeowners now are, are very mindful that with the aging of the roof and they uh, also uh, with real estate transactions, they, uh, you know, they want to move forward with uh, their transaction. But I just say that, you know, in this day and age, it's important to educate yourself on all levels because at the end of the day, it's your home that you're protecting. And, you know, with the lack of education, most homeowners are good. There is a percentage that uh, end up being very malicious, very uh, bad. We just end up not working with them, and that's okay. So, you know, they, they move on. But I just always uh, let people know that um, everything – imagine everything you do is like, you know, being – uh, watched by big brother so if you do everything legit there really is no problem you know so i just feel like you know the more homeowners are aware they just make a more not only smart but ethical decisions mm -hmm. i can't wait to the day when i don't have to ask somebody how old's your roof <laughs> in my business that'll be good but yeah. do you think um 
I don't know if you've seen it because you're in the like in the streets with the people. I'm on the phone I'm helping people. <laughs> you're in the streets. I'm at, in the streets. Yeah, yeah, with the public about yeah. you know roofs and educating them. Do you think it'll get to the point that any of these insurance companies actually prosecute or file a lawsuit against a homeowner? Well, in Texas, they actually uh, it's uh, it's an offense for a homeowner to um, have a deductible wave. So if that's happened in Texas, that could be that could happen here. It's supposed to be um, illegal to wave a deductible, um, but there. It hasn't been instilled like in Texas, but at the same time, if your deductible is a thousand or twenty five hundred, and you're asking it for it to be waived, that could be because you don't have the money. There are uh, ways to finance it, mm-hmm. so we can help with the financing. But you know, at the end of the day, when you ask a contractor to do that, what you're asking him is to actually cut corners to put that on. So uh, really educate yourself. Where am I doing a deal, or am I disturbing myself? You know, so I I really hope that um, more homeowners are mindful of this. Um, right. Planning, like planning. you said, planning. No. You have to put money aside to aside. repair your yeah. home and keep it up and maintain it. I mean, ever since I got into real estate, I, I've never seen so many, because uh, I'm noticing it now, assessments on HOAs and, and oh, yeah. you know, now they have to redo the roof. So people ha- are selling because they can't, uh, a percentage are selling because they can't afford it, which is at least okay because they're downsizing to, you know, be more um, in a budget friendly for their real estate needs. So, but someone moving in will at least have the knowledge. They can, you know, uh, rectify it. Good thing about real estate, it will always in time appraise. So, you know, HOAs aren't bad, but at the same time, you uh, have to abide by them and they can change the rules at any time. Oh, I know. My HOA, my mailbox has no door, if you haven't seen it. It's had no door since 2009. And I've now, I got a letter that they want me to go to hearing because it's bent. So I did a little video. They're all bent. I want a new mailbox. I want a new mailbox. So if anybody knows, I would like somebody to come over here because it has to be exactly the same mailbox. But they haven't given me any contacts to who to do the mailbox. So I can buy one on Home Depot. But that's what I'm saying. They're over here about the mailbox. I say we all need ma- new mailboxes, so day. help me. <laughs> <laughs> that is, but no, just to see how yeah. the as- associations, like yeah. we all have to maintain our houses and keep our roofs up. And I suggest getting your HO- the HOA docs ahead of time and sitting down and reading them. And reading it. Don't, please don't wing it. <laughs> don't wing it. Uh, don't ask the uh, realtor to do the uh, work because they can, but at the same time you might uh, forget and um, you might you know. forget and you want to read it and have it in your hands yourself yeah. especially the dog situation if the dog situation is they allow them they can easily change their mind but if you move in and then they change it they grandfather you because you've already have it correct but um you know but if you end up renting your place and they bring in their dog that's why i left my um uh, hernando i'm sorry i'm originally from indian harbor beach and i wasn't an hoa it was an awful experience it was very wishy-washy with and I was actually on the board, um, but it was to the point where the homeowners were uh, chipping in with their um, with their voting. We couldn't make a decision. I just didn't want to be there anymore. So I, uh, it was a good timing for me to go. So you left. Yeah. Okay. Sell and get out. You know. Yeah, and then back to the dogs. There are some breeds that are, like, not eligible. So even if you had it, um, the dog... I'm imagining um, if you rent it, you need to vet your tenants for what type of dog they you have. You have to. Also, homeowners not... Um, uh, they have to um, make sure they are uh, mindful of if they have them to make sure they let them know. You just can't buy the house and move them in. It's no big deal. It, it, it's a huge deal. It's it a, is a yeah, huge problem. Yeah. That they you can can't just sneak in out. the dog, you know. Um, and, and also something that, you know, is uh, not really talked about too is, you know, um, 
making sure that um, if people are filing claims uh, and they end up moving, that you uh, at least let your insurance company know that you're selling your house because I, I have a roofing friend that's going through that. or um, It was an awful experience where they go to uh, do the um, follow-up on the roof and the home sold and they, there's still an active claim on it. Oh, and that happens so, a lot. And, and that's they, okay. That still can be rectified, but you just can't abandon it. You have to tell somebody. You have to tell somebody, uh, the, the agent, and let them know you're moving. And then they can maybe transfer the claim to be handled to the new buyer or something? Um, that's a whole other story that has to be rectified with the um, on the insurance side. Mm-hmm. But if the homeowner uh, filed, a, um, a, a, we filed a permit and we're moving forward, and now there's a permit and we got materials, somebody's got to pay for that, you know? So homeowners need to at least hold up the closing because they have an open permit. Correct. And so it just, uh, it throws a wrench. It's just okay. If things happen, just let them know. Tell them what you're planning to do. That's I'm I'm hoping on saving someone from that, um, real estate drama. So (laughs) I'll refer people because I do get questions about that sometime. And I'm like, you're going to, everything's fixable as long as you're upfront and honest, right. Um, hiding, um, because you don't know, um, actually puts a wrench in it, you know. And then you shouldn't, if you've called you, you're going to do their roof, you've put in paperwork, you just can't ghost them. No. Because uh, it, it doesn't permit, go away. Yeah, it doesn't go away. No. If we, yeah. come, if we come and knock them with that permit. You've got it. You're on that job. You don't want that lien on your property. <laughs> They'll put a lien. Exactly. Because yeah. they've started, they've pulled materials, they've yeah. bought stuff, and they've put you on their schedule. Oh, 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 communication across the board works very well because they're like everything's oh, fixable it's really every that's what i always say fixable. it's fixable yeah it's money we can fix it we all can get along it'll be great <laughs> so i have one last question for you so um since i deal with insurance i get a lot of clients that call and they're like oh the home inspector came on here i pulled a gun on him i pulled a knife has anybody ever been violent with you when you were going to a property either to do a real estate transaction a roofing inspection or anything like that on the violence side for uh, uh, real estate uh, i avoided that recently uh, in a nutshell the homeowner just changed his mind about the listing okay. um, won't sign the paperwork to take it off the mls and uh, he basically gave the lock blocks back and he said, I'm going to fix up my house so it could be, sell for a million. And um, it just could have been avoided just with communication, with the ghosting. I have realtors looking to look at the property. Um, it, it could have gotten violent if I had like opened the gate to like, you know, uh, talk to him because, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes you have uh, not lapse in judgment, but like you, you might miss something because, you know, um, you assume, um, but that's my problem. I, I can't assume that everyone's, on the same page as me, you know? Yeah, so, mentally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, but usually the warning signs are the ghosting, and, you know, um, when there's no communication, um, whether real estate or roofing, you might have to divorce that client because it's going to be a pain in your side if they won't communicate with you, especially if you have, uh, whether it be realtors look, looking to look at your property or, you know, we have uh, production looking to come and you won't communicate you might as well just um, pack it up and get out. Get out. Know, uh, give them back their money, cancel uh, kindly because it, it really can be a problem on the roofing side. Um, we've actually had, um, you know, people, um, we've called to uh, communicate and, uh, uh, materials are dropped off and they threatened, uh, this went from an employer. Um, they threatened to, uh, you know, sue because that we put the materials on the driveway. Um, but oh. then we had that, we had that discussion in the beginning, but then, uh, they changed their mind. So again, communication, you know, so, um, I mean, there's so many more stories, but um, so far I haven't had the gun, but I know that um, sometimes when, when someone's 
um, uh, maybe with mental issues and they're in the home and we're doing the roof, they can, um, they can freak out. So we need to, you know, know that. Um, so we're not coming when that person's home or, you know, that's again, that's should be communicated because nobody wants to get hurt. No, you know, exactly. Nobody. If they're just the roofers and you all are Correct. there just to, to do your job, we just want to do our job, do, yes. do, do good and, you know, get you a roof and, um, and you know, move on to the next one. No violence, yeah, no violence, needed. no violence needed. No, we can, no. we can hug it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So where can we find you online and your contact information, all your social media tags, If you uh, recently, um, hopefully this week, when you Google Aggie, A-G-G-I Hall, I'll be Google verified finally. It's taken a while. Um, But you'll find me on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, LinkedIn. And if you look up Aggie Hall, I will come up. Uh, Godmother Roofing, Godmother Real Estate. And LinkedIn's my big tool right now that I've been um, really proactive on, so... I'm very heavy with the insurance advocacy forum. So you'll, you'll see me on the LinkedIn side there. Oh, so thank you so much for listening. If you haven't subscribed, please do like and share. It helps us so much. Currently we are planning episodes every other week. So if you would tune in and if you would like to join us, please reach out. Um, we will update them on our socials, secured insurance group and Instagram is Colleen insurance lady 22. The podcast was hosted by myself, Miss Colleen, and it, it was recorded and produced by, uh, Sean Spazzato, the executive producer. Our cover art was produced by Norma Pacheco and the intro music is by lounge bar for Geronic. Goodbye. And thanks again. Thank you.